here we are again. Yeah, I don't like... You're right, I don't like the tone, though. Sorry, I didn't mean that. I only meant because we recorded something the other day that wasn't a podcast. Yes, it was. We got another video coming. Uh, the videos, they're doing, they're doing okay. Um, people people are, are watching them. Well, some people are watching them. We are, we are kind of shooting ourselves in the foot by like not caring about copyright at all and swearing and doing all the things that the YouTube algorithm doesn't like. We're going to be those people who talk about the YouTube algorithm all the time, you know. Yeah, it does really well really on the algorithm. really interesting people. The algorithm likes to hear about itself. That's the thing. Uh, this um, is just a, this is just a reminder for me doing the edit that I just turned up my microphone level here, so you'll need to adjust that. Okay, Joe. Enjoy. Okay. Cool. I would... Yeah, okay. Um, one day I want us to, like, edit side by side and just see the vast differences in the way we do it. Because <laughs> I mean, we, we discovered that Jack has this convoluted editing system where he he clicks his mouse one time and five terabytes of data just appears spontaneously yeah i don't know what i don't know what keeps doing that and yeah they found out that um if you download data it actually has mass on your hard drive did you know this but if you download stuff <laughs> if you more data is is heavier than a dry a disc with less data on it so I'm wondering if one day, if your laptop's just going to get heavier and heavier. Well, it's, it's, it's why I spend so much time at my computer. I can't leave. Um, it's, sort of, <laughs> it's got this gravitational pull um, because of this horrible increase in mass. So, we're, we're, yeah, we're carrying on with our monthly videos. Um, looking at our channel now, it says Dracula was three months ago and the Cat in the Hat was one month ago. Yeah, it's is... ca- yeah calendar monthly. Uh, <laughs> doesn't mean they're a month apart. You get one in September, you'll get one in November, and you'll get one in December, and so on and so forth. Could calendar monthly mean that we do one in January one year, and then wait 13 months and do it in February? And then, you know, we, we only ever release 12. No. Then... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think that'd be quite a cool art project or something. A year and a month. A year and a month. Or more like a, um, a year in 12 years maybe. we're learning history that's like a thing a year and a day it was like a law there used to be a thing like if you lived in a certain part of the country you weren't allowed to leave that bit of the country what this is like in feudal time so like when your lord like owned you so if you left like you weren't supposed to do that without like express permission from like the king or god um <laughs> but if if you manage to leave and not get caught for a year and a day you now live wherever you are or like you're not in trouble for that crime anymore because you've now left, you've now, you've now in a new like place for a year and a day, so I guess that lord owns you now or something. That's weird. How did they keep track on people? I don't know. I don't know how they did anything back then. I think it was quite loose um, <laughs> in the way the law was applied. And again, it's feudalism. Um, unlike today, there are a class of people who could just kill people like for no real reason and face no real consequences for it. Luckily, we've moved on to more civilised times. So, film smash. We've got um. We've got it. Yeah, we've we've got to do a film smash. We've got a a patron request today. We've had a couple of patron yes. requests hanging on for a while that we haven't uh, been getting around to because and that's we've because been we're so too enamoured focused. with our own ideas. I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah, well, we're so focused on getting these on these new little projects done and some other things that, while still trying to stick to getting the podcast out, we don't 
plan them in such. We often will get to the recording and then do it. And when it comes to the Patreon recordings, Patreon suggestions, we, we do want to think about them and then do them <laughs> because mm. we've been asked them by people who pay us. So, you know. Whereas today we've decided we can't be bothered and we're going to do it anyway. No, no, no. I've been thinking about this for a while. So our Patreon subscriber, Ben, hope you don't mind the shout out by name, um, has asked us to smash Garfield with Garfield 2, which I think was called The Tale of Two Garfields or Two Cats. Something like that. You can uh, see it. Like I said, I've planned this. Because um, their goal is to have a film <laughs> with three Garfields. A Tale of Two Kitties, Jack. Tale Kitties. of Two I was very close. Because um, <laughs> their goal is to have, or their dream, um, as they put it, is to have a film with three Garfields. So I think we can do that. Well, we're not going to make a film. I think it's worth pointing out. There'll be no film with three Garfields at the end of this. No, we're not making a film. Obviously, yeah, but a film smash. Just the idea of a film. To me, these I know, films I just, are real. I just want to set the expectations clear, you know. In, you know, in ben, my aging Ben said mind, it was his dream to have this. And we, 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 can, make, we can make but, some dreams come true, but we can't make this dream come true. Well, I, I don't know about you, but in my aging mind... I remember the film smashes we make as films. Like, I conflate <laughs> the films we make up with the films that I've seen. Like, I found myself, like, I want to watch... I haven't seen all the Mission Impossible films. I've only seen Fallout. But I thought I'd seen more. I found myself looking through ones on like, Amazon or something and being like, which is the one where he's got dementia? And then realised <laughs> that didn't exist because we made it up. <laughs> I was watching... I finally got around to rewatching The Truman Show the other day and I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was our theory on the Truman Show is so strong. I did have another Truman Show film smash idea, which we might do. Oh, at that's some good. Point. Um, it's comp- it's it's gonna compete with Wallace and Gromit at this rate. Um, oh god! Oh my god! Yeah, I I do remember that Wallace and Gromit one as a film. Wallace and Gromit's peace of mind. Oh, peace of oh god! I I see it so vividly. Do you remember? Um, it was when Toy Story 3 came out, some kid edited it so they die at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it fades to black when, black when they're going towards the fire. And, and they show it to, it to his their parents. family for the first time. Yeah, and they're horrified. I'm just going to, without you knowing, get all of your DVD copies of The Truman Show, which is, I assume you have many, and that's how you watch films, and edit them so the entirety of the series of Unfortunate Events film is just tacked onto the back. Like the moment he walks out of the door, it suddenly cuts to the first scene with him in it from Series of Unfortunate Events. You know that Series of Unfortunate Events film starts with, like, a fake movie. And then, and then the, the record scratches and it goes... I'm sorry to say that this is not the movie you will be watching. The movie you are about to see is extremely unpleasant. Yeah, I'll start, I'll start it with that. I'll make it work. There's a perfect transition point there. Wow. You, I'll cut it with... Because it ends with, like, the mo- that montage of everyone watching it on TV. So it will just cut, like, cut through the different, like channels almost and it's that fake movie and then that happens the guy the ends of someone saying um it ends with someone saying let's see what else is on and then it's like boom series of unfortunate events that's on <laughs> boom series of unfortunate events um anyway garfield a tale of three kitties as suggested by our patreon ben so have you seen the garfield films no just find that clip from Zombieland of Bill Murray saying it's the only thing he regrets when he dies. It's my bad. I was never a very good practical joker. So do you have any regrets? <laughs> Garfield, maybe. 
Um, so, <laughs> you know what Garfield is, right? You know um, the cartoon cat. Uh, what have I seen? I've seen a couple of the comics. My fa- one of my favourite things is Garfield minus Garfield. Yeah, that is the best. Which is where people edit out the cat. So I've seen lots of strangely framed panels of a guy walking around a house doing stuff, talking to himself. Um, I remember it's just, it's just John when I was... It's just John panic attack. It's called John, okay. I think it's called John. Um, <clears throat> I remember being a child and, and watching oh, yeah. the trailer for a Garfield film at the cinema, and I'm pretty sure my parents would have said something like, oh, that... Oh, that looks rubbish, doesn't it? That looks, te- that looks awful. Looks like an awful film. And that, in a nutshell, is why I've never seen any films. <laughs> well, you luckily, you were raised with taste. I, however, was not so lucky. Um, <laughs> I've seen both of the Garfield films. I hope there's only two. Um, so, I explained this a <laughs> bit earlier. That's not Jack. Um, that's not Jack. Um, or else we have to include more Garfields. Well, there's about to be three Garfield films, at least. Um, so in the first one, it's, 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 it's Toy Story. Um, you've got Garfield. He is a fat, lazy cat who just wants to eat lasagna. He's got a friend who's a mouse. Uh, he just hangs out and annoys his owner and is just like spoiled. Then his owner gets... Is this the universe where all animals speak? Only the cats do. And mice. The dog, he gets... I was going to say, so Garfield is, like, animated, kind of. It's, like, kind of cursed. He's not a real cat that they've made talk, like you get in some films. Um, you know, where they, like, just animate the mouth of a cat um, or another animal. That sounds horrifying. Okay. It, it, it's a thing. Um, you know, in, like, in, in some films um, where there are horses that talk, they rub peanut butter all over their gums so they constantly, they move their lips around. So whenever they need a shot of a horse talking, they will do that before the shot starts and they just film their lips moving around. Yeah, I've heard about this. Um, I don't know what they do with cats. They just animate the mouths. Um, I've heard they use the peanut butter trick on, on lots of A-list actors as well. Really? That's yeah. fair enough. That's the only way you can get Bruce Willis to work these days. Yeah. <laughs> the only he just loves peanut butter. He just wants a little treat. For every line, he demands a little treat. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah, so like I said, so is, that guy get... from, is that guy from Inception? No, no, um, not that. Narrow one. down. Um, Interstellar, the guy that no one could understand because he was talking in a drawl. The what? The main guy in Interstellar. What Matthew McConaughey? I guess, yeah. Was, was he talking? Or, or like, you know, any Tom Hardy film. You know, like, Tom Hardy's always got his mouth covered. Um, oh, it's because he's... <laughs> it's always because he's just having a little treat. <laughs> he's not an actor, he's a model. He's a model, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, it, it's, it's Toy Story. So they get, they get a dog. The dog is just a dog, which is odd. The dog right. can't talk. The dog doesn't seem to be intelligent. It's just a dog. It's not animated. It's just a dog. It's not um, the dog from Toy Story. Like the dog from Toy Story. Garf, again, I'm not gonna. I'm not looking this up. I'm just remembering. Um, do I? I don't remember. You know, my mother's face, but I remember the plot of Garfield. Um, this is my brain. Um, but, or, or I don't. Or I don't remember it. I'm just saying the the priorities my my mind takes. Um, I will remember this until I die, or misremember it, whatever. Um, 
so they get a dog. He then, the dog is getting more attention. People like the dog. And he's like, I'm going to make the dog leave. So he like locks the dog out of the house until it runs away. Then his owners are really sad because the dog's run away. So he then goes on some journey to find the dog. Someone wants to kidnap kidnap the dog for some reason. Um, I don't remember why. I'm going to assume a legal dog fighting ring. Um, he ends up being on a train and he needs to get on. the train. I think the they train. want to make self-driving cars. They want to make self-driving cars so they need the dog so they can take its brain. Um, even though in this film, clearly cats or mice are the way to go with that because they can talk. Uh, <laughs> they have human level intelligence. Um, no, they've cro- crossed the threshold. You can't. It's ethics. You can't do it. Oh, yeah. You can have them as pets, though. Um, yeah, they end up on a train and Garfield like takes control of the trains and then like saves the dog and then they save the dog and then they're happy and he's learned to like the dog. Uh, Bill Murray is the cat. <clears throat> he is. Um, and then the second one, for some reason, they go to like England or to some like palace and then Garfield finds a cat that looks exactly like him except is like fancy and it's the prince and the pauper. I think they swap for whatever reason or by accident. Um, and I don't remember anything else. I don't need to. So, the okay. second one gives me ideas for the the, the film smash because the the idea is to get more Garfield. The fact that Garfield finds a cat that looks exactly like him it gives me questions. Are there loads of Garfield? Are there cloning facilities to make more intelligent cats? That's Why? what I was wondering. Yeah, if these are being procedurally generated, if it's like the Toy Story one where it is they like find the out there's loads of other <laughs> loads of them. It's like the difference between, I think, is the dog called, like, Odie? A little voice in my ear saying, yeah. Um, <laughs> the dog is Odie, and Thanks, maybe it's, it's like the, the difference between Garfield and Odie is like the difference between Woody and Buzz in the beginning of Toy Story 1. Like, it's like they're of the same intelligence, but only one know, is, has, like, a meta understanding of themselves. They know they're a toy, and they know the place in, their place in the world. Um, right. Whereas o- Odie... It's like Garfield knows he's a pet and just like does his own thing while the owner isn't looking or while the owner is looking, to be honest. Um, whereas Odie is just a pet and just does pet things. <laughs> okay. That's uh, talking animal movies raise so many questions. They, they do, especially when these creatures have hum- human level intelligence by the sounds of it. Like, Wait, well, imagine, I mean, imagine an animal talking film where they didn't have human level intelligence, <laughs> but they could talk. They were just like, food, food, sleep, loud noise. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the owner's film. home, the owner's home, the owner's home. But you could do some interesting things because you could like play around with language. Like they wouldn't say the word owner. Like would they have like an own, their own word for it? I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, they'd. they'd... I was yeah, just told like leader. <laughs> a fact, which might not be a fact. Which is apparently like cats don't meow at each other. They only do it to people because they're trying to mimic talking to get people's attention. If that's true, that's really interesting. I don't know if that is true. I'm going to believe it because it makes the world more magical. um, Which is always my response to spurious facts. But it's it's, alarming. But but, what? It hardly impacts my decision making that much but well, in, dog... in this case no <laughs> you need to verify it's re- facts in it's, the world no it's really good for for story writing um <laughs> it's a little bit of magic um the 
that could be the difference here because dogs do bark at each other. So it's like Garfield has learned to speak because he's not a dog. Why can the mouse speak? Got so many questions. And yeah, and having... He's mimicking the cat. Who's mimicking mimic- mimic- dog... humans? But why can't the dog speak? Because dogs are content with everything anyway. So the dog, the dog's really happy in life. So it doesn't need to com- communicate and mimic humans. It doesn't. It doesn't aspire to anything. But a cat. What if does a dog want is, this. What if a dog is sad? Um, dogs can be sad. Then the dog gets special treatment from owners because dogs are better than cats. Yeah, but like, what if a dog is mistreated? Like in this film, the dog is trying to be kidnapped by a guy who wants to do trafficking to it. Yeah, but it takes a whole lifetime to to accumulate human language. This is just true. The dog can't sort of you don't just pick up pick up a whole new language in one afternoon. But also, Garfield isn't as well as being able to speak. Garfield doesn't have like the anatomy of a cat. He can like walk around on two feet. Well, this is where the potential cloning slash uh, inter- artificial slash natural intelligence facility <laughs> comes in. But then there's the other big question. Why can't the humans understand Garfield? Can't they? In the film, they can't. In the film, Garfield talks and no one can hear him. That would have been... I need to know. Okay. Um... Sorry, I should have mentioned. Because <laughs> in the comics... They just talk, don't they? I don't know if they actually communicate in their comics. I'm trying to think. I've never seen them like have a conversation. Anyway, but like why? But like any in the film, people don't understand Garfield yet. He speaks. But can he understand humans? Yes. Okay, so it's like a uh, Finding Nemo kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, you know that's how it works in in a lot of films. They can understand the humans, but. For plot reasons, they they don't want the animals to communicate with humans because that brings up all the questions that we we bring up. Yeah, so if they have human level intelligence, why are they pets? But then you have to have, but it's like, oh yeah, but the humans don't know that they have human level intelligence. Well, can can you imagine in Finding Nemo if they're about to take Nemo and give give him to the girl, and Gil's just like, no, don't take Nemo, don't give Nemo to to Dala, and then the dentist like. What the hell? Let's call the police. Let's get all the journalists round to have a look at this talking fish. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just it would just change, change film at the, like... at the crucial moment. Because <laughs> it, it's really important that the humans don't know. Because especially with, like, you know, Dala, for example. Like, Dala's, like, is, is, is kind of bad because, you know, she shakes the bag. But she's just an idiot kid. But if, like, Dala knew that the fish could talk... Yeah. That human level intelligence is like that is a psychotic demon child. I've just I'm just I'm enamored by this idea now of a film that just at its crucial moment, at the climax of the film, some revelation like that happens and it just becomes a completely new film. The original plot goes out the window. It's like, what? Speaking fish? Wait, hang on. Well what if you introduced like a Toy Story element where, you know, the cat can talk, just doesn't in front of people. And, you know, it's like the end of Toy Story 1 where um, Woody talked to Sid uh, to scare him. To sort of something. Like, what if... The whole thing with Garfield is he's really, really lazy. So what if he, like, realises he can talk and is like, if I... But if people knew I could talk, people would be interested. They'd, like, 
do experiments on me, like oh, the media would come around, and I don't want that. I I'd want to, to hang out so much and eat like lasagna all the time. So what mm. if I just hide the fact that I'm super intelligent and don't talk when humans are nearby? Maybe that's what happens in um in this film smash. Then maybe he accidentally reveals that he can speak, and it's like, oh my god, what the hell? And then some people come and take him, and put him in a room where they're collecting cats that can that can speak. He gets taken two other Garfields in there. There are two other Garfields. One exactly like him, um, but like you get, it's like you get the Garfield from all, all the movies. So you get a Garfield who's a dog has just moved in and he's really annoyed, um, and accidentally express like is yelling at the dog in English, and then like John runs in and is like, "What is happening?" <laughs> And then he gets taken away. And then he meets a dog. Then he gets taken to this room with two other cats. One of whom is like, yeah, I had the dog thing and dealt with that. I then went to this, like, fancy house and met this guy. And then there's this other cat there. And he's like, hey, hello, I am a fancy cat. I am very wealthy. <laughs> this is- Jack, I can't believe I'm doing this again. But you know that Doctor Who episode? Where- oh, I, uh, can we have, like, a custom noise that plays every time we say that? <laughs> yeah. We can. Okay, starting from this episode, we're doing that. Goddamn um, nerd alarm! But this is this is Day of the Doctor, where they're in the um, they're in the Tower of London. <laughs> oh, and you've got all three of them there. It's ten, eleven, and half are all there. Ten, eleven, and other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ten, eleven, and John Hurt. Ten, eleven, and Christopher Eccleston said no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> until now, he's doing some audiobooks now. He is. Um, good for him. God, I love Chris Faxton. Have you seen his Instagram? His Instagram he's is just, wild. He's just great. He's just a great guy. Yeah. Just doing bits. Um, anyway. <laughs> End of Doctor Who segment. So we've got three Garfields in a room and all the scientists are looking at them going, why can they talk? <laughs> why were they hiding this seemingly they were hiding this of their own volition why is they it only come... slightly humanoid orange cats what but yeah, yeah we're forgetting that also in this film other cats can talk and mice <laughs> they haven't been discovered yet they haven't been discovered they're also hiding it for their own reasons or they or maybe i don't know maybe garfield's the only one hiding it maybe got the other animals like like he can just communicate with other cats because he's a cat but he just also knows english <laughs> Yeah, sure. So we've got these three we've got these three Garfields in a room. And I'm imagining they're like a padded cell for something like or they've got like a two way mirror, like with all these scientists just like watching them. It's like what are they doing? <laughs> these guys are having a full conversation about their origins and who they are. <laughs> just talking about it's like, lasagna. It's like what what what's happening right now? Why is one of them wealthy? <laughs> What does that even mean? I'm trying to remember the plot of that one. Was the plot like someone was trying? I, I'm. This might be it, or I'm just imagining a like obvious plot. Is it like the cat was owned by a rich lady, and the rich lady wanted to leave all of their worldly possessions to the cat, um, and then some, well, some like not as wealthy but fancy man wants to like ruin all of that by killing the cat. Either that is the plot, or I've just made up that that's the plot, but it sounds like it really fits. I just pick one. Tell me. I guess, let's just say that's the plot. Because um, I'm also imagining they have to question the owners. It's like, okay, you brought in these cats. They're super intelligent. Well, well, not super. They're, they're human level intelligent. 
Um, there'll be there'll be some funny gag where like that you can see the two way mirror and they're they're going on about how like crazy intelligent these cats are. Um, oh my god, we've studied their brains. They're like super intelligent cats, <laughs> and you can see behind them the cats are doing something like dumb. That's just, yeah. just that's just uh, just classic visual comedy. Great for a podcast. Um, <laughs> exactly, it's one of, one of those things where the cats like shimmying along the the window like its butt is right across the thing yeah they're all like making faces at the scientists because they're all smart enough to know what a two-way mirror is <laughs> you know like in films and tv were like they're taken to that interrogation room with the two-way mirror and they never like <laughs> address it and i'm like you you know that's a, a one-way mirror what the fuck you call it you know like they're looking at you through there right <laughs> you, you do know that's a thing sometimes they address it but sometimes they just don't i'm like do you not know <laughs> do you not watch films yeah so like they get the owners in, like, okay, so what? What? How did you get these cats? Where'd you buy them? Do they all come from like, the same pet store? And then that's the lead? Is this now a detective film about <laughs> mad scientists? They find the um, secret lab from um, uh, the Limitation game. Oh, no. They've made cats with human level intelligence. What if it's the cats who, who want to do this? Like, they, they, they team up, like. They they find out that they're weird and they're like, why, why are we like this? Where did we come from? Are they like yeah? Do they, again, we got like wonder why why did Garfield like not tell anyone? <laughs> it's lazy. I love that you're like he's lazy, but like you know the rich cat is like why didn't you tell anyone? Is like I, this is a huge coincidence. You know he's like I don't I don't speak to the servants. <laughs> what are, what are you talking? <laughs> a whole fancy like hotel suite operating for years where these servants come in and look after the cat that communicates with them and nobody's no- nobody noticed for years no one knows he can talk because he just like rings a little bell and then they come and give him lasagna and that's it and he's like yes, i don't job- speak to i don't yeah. i don't speak you get to a, help you get a job at a fancy hotel and they're like they're like take this up to the penthouse they're like and, and they go in and it's just a cat they put it down they're like D- are, there just, are there any people in, in that penthouse and like no no it's just always the cat as far as I know I'm like why I don't know it's, it's well, always been that way I like that you, you you go into the you know you, you knock on the door and you're like room service and then the door like door is unlocked and you go in and you're like where, where is hello and then on like the dresser next to you there's a cat looking at you and you're like oh hello and then the cat just like pours like some cash into your top pocket that is like a tip <laughs> <laughs> and then like jumps on the plate of food and starts eating it and you're, and you're just like what what's wow. happening well-trained cat oh no the cat's eating the food <laughs> like the cat the, you like the, you, you open the tray when you come in and then the cat like dives the food and you close it and you're like no not for you um or, like, and then the cat maybe... goes over and rings a bell and then you get fired <laughs> Or maybe, maybe you go in and and you're like, I just need to take your um, order for dinner tonight, and and the cat like has rushed into the bathroom and turned on one of the taps and just like shouts out, it's like, <laughs> I'd like lasagna, please. I'm like, okay. No, the cat doesn't talk to the help. <laughs> <laughs> everything in writing. Everything in writing. We just like use just like taps like buttons by the phone, like you know, like there's just a menu and then you just order by number and you're just like on oh, number six. As it, yeah, delivery. 
to deliver yeah you should deliver it <laughs> this wealthy cat's really into the sharing economy it, it's, it's just like you know you fill in like special order description for the delivery and you just the delivery driver is just like um leave on the doorstep don't talk to the cat it's like Okay. Or it's like refer to refer to the cat as sir at all times, and you think, oh, that's funny. And then you see the cat, and you're like, hello, sir. And then you put the thing down, you leave, chuckling to yourself about whatever you know eccentric weirdo has asked for this Wagamama's, uh, and, then, and then you leave, and the cat's just like, yes, finally some good help. Treated me with the respect I deserve. I like the idea that the cat does speak to the help. I don't know where this notion's come from, but I like the idea that the it's just well, been that, that's, what, for years. that's why it was undiscovered. It's just like why why did no one notice you could talk? He's like, I don't talk to the help. I don't know, I just like this whimsical world where no one questions it for ages and they're like, hang on a minute, there's it's just a cat in that room. And you've never seen a person. How long have you been working here? Five years. You better check that out. <laughs> Maybe that's how like the cat gets caught being yeah. being able to talk. Like he's just like starts having a go at a servant for doing something wrong. Like it's someone's first day, <laughs> and the servant like sees the cat and just gives it a little stroke, and then the cat just like loses it. Just no, 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 no. And then and then everyone's like, "What? The cat can talk? <laughs> we thought we just never saw the owner." What do you mean you thought you just never saw the owner? It's me! Yeah, this is like after the plot is finished. Like, the the old woman did leave the manor and all the money and the grounds to the cat. And the cat is ruling, is being in charge. Like, I like what you said, the idea of, like, you know, like, turning on the tap and then shouting from the other room. Um, Or just, like, through some manner, the cat is, like, dictating new rules to everyone and no one knows it's just for the cat like they've got like an intercom in the house of the servants and it's like as you know this is i your new leader um continue as normal feeding the cat other instructions will come later (laughs) address the cat as sir there's a big room and it's one of those things where the voice just comes from different directions but you never see who's speaking some poor lonely person in the centre of the room looking around, terrified. <laughs> this booming voice comes out of the walls. Put the lasagna on the floor and leave. <laughs> I'd like a saucer of milk. Deliver a saucer of milk to my office. <laughs> okay. You just They all just think they're working for a furry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, it's a living. Like, uh, not gonna, not gonna shame. Oh, that must be a thing. Like some people have in real life. Like some, you know, idiot fail son of some hyper rich person has really gone into being a furry, like really spending a lot of money on it, and has like servants to just deal with just some weird furry shit. Drive, you know, getting in the Lexus to be driven to furry con, <laughs> getting out and having to open the door for them, and it's like, here you are, sir. <laughs> and then just a furry just gets out and leaves it's like I shall come back to pick you up when you are done sir <laughs> furry walks off oh god it's just me <laughs> deliver a saucer of milk to my office and just like deliver a saucer of milk to this guy dressed up as a cat and he just licks <laughs> saucer of mil- he just licks milk out of a bowl and just and you just watch him do it <laughs> just like Coming from a record player on the office, you just get the cat soundtrack. You're just sitting there going like, oh god. If the pay wasn't this good, 
The pay is really good. The cat does not understand money very well. Um, right. Anyway, so, so that's the backstory to. <laughs> so that's the backstory to the rich one. The other two, I don't know how they got caught. They've got very boring lives. This guy's been living living it up. Well, this guy, the main Garfield was shouting at a dog. <laughs> yeah, the other one. A weird way of getting caught. The other the one. Other, well, the other one in the film like finds the rich cat. And they have the whole prince and pauper thing, but I prefer our version of the rich cat gets caught beforehand. Maybe how long have the other two been here? Maybe they've been there for ages. Yeah, we we probably address the fact that, that these two, the, the first two, are identical. <laughs> yeah, as in not only are they identical, like their lives have been identical. Just one, like I don't know, a year Garfield. before the other. Yeah. <laughs> so why 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 do we why do we live the same like like why why are we living the same lives? It <laughs> turns out the Johns are long lost twins. Turns out like. The, the the older Garfield, like, he, he's actually from the comics. Like, his owner is the guy who writes the comics. And John is just some, like, deranged weirdo. Like, the the other Garfield's John, who's just trying to recreate them. Like, he's, just bought, he's bought an orange cat and is called John. He's like, hey, I'm like those comics. And then, oh, I'm going to get a dog as well and call it Odie. Oh, my God, the cat can talk. <laughs> it's like, a, it's a nature versus nurture debate. I always wondered, I remember when I was in primary school, I used to imagine like oh yeah when i have when i have kids i'm gonna i'm gonna raise i'm gonna raise them exactly the same way i was raised and see what happens see if they end up exactly like me i remember that was something i'd think about a lot take them to the same school give them the same friends give them the same friends (laughs) see if their life turns out exactly the same or different i don't even know how to respond to that that's that's weird, man. <laughs> I, I was, I was eleven years old when I discovered solipsism on my own. <laughs> the only way you can discover it. Well, yeah, that's true. I just, I remember, I yeah, I, that's yeah, that's another one. I, I distinctly remember thinking like, how do I know that when I, when I turn my back, anything is, anything is still there, any people are still there. The wall that I'm leaning on, how do I know it's still there if I can't see it with my eyes? And that was that was that was philosophical Joe. <laughs> wandering around after a church service. I'm just wandering around after a church service, wondering if the world is real or not. As as what as one would wander after a church service. Existentialism Joe. Everyone's favourite Joe. <laughs> so there is three cats in a room. Yeah. All of which <laughs> Two of them are Sort of identical. Are they, since they've addressed the fact that they can talk and possess human level intelligence, are they going to address the fact that these don't look like normal cats? They look slightly animated. Um, which oh, I no. find odd. It's like, why? Sorry, sorry why? It's we, the Wallace uh, and Gromit problem. It's the... <laughs> they're just, they're just like, excuse me, this young intern scientist. It's always like a new scientist. And they're like, um, sorry, see what? We're, can you see we're doing important work? And it's like, yeah, yeah, you, you've talked a lot about how they're super intelligent and stuff and it's like yes um have you, have you just why they look like that what do you mean they look like cats it's like yeah they they, they do look like cats but they're not cats but they're not they're clearly not have you like they're so it's obsessed like... with the idea they found super intelligent cats they're not letting themselves think yeah but they're not they're clearly not cats <laughs> I love that. they're like, like oh shit like, you're right these how is these that? creatures i don't know if you've noticed but these creatures don't have proper subsurface scattering you know, the physics doesn't quite work. It's like, 
Well, it's like when you watch Garfield or you watch like an animated film or a film with an animated element that's older. You just you just you just get used to it. You internalize it. You're like, yes, that's a cat. They're just like in staring. Like they're so. It's like they're, they're so obsessed with the idea that they've got an intelligent cat that they haven't realized the obvious solution is yeah, but they're not cats. Well, maybe maybe we could have a kind of maybe we could have a kind of Shutter Island kind of moment towards the end where we we look we see the scientists all looking through the two way two way window and there's just a bunch of green tennis balls on sticks. <laughs> it's just it's like watching like the trailer for the Cats movie and just going oh why do those cats all look weird and it's like dude they're not cats. <laughs> What? Cats don't look like that. Like, like, where yeah, do they, they get cats that look like that? Where do they get cats that look like that? And these cats that can sing. That one really looks like Idris Elba. Th- these cats can sing. How crazy is that? It's like, <laughs> these aren't cats. But would you say that about the Lion King movie? Because they, people... an- they made creatures that do look like the animals, but they also sing. Yeah. I, I, I almost respect Disney for making that, because that is such a weird exercise in pointlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a lot of money went down the drain for to, to do essentially nothing like to make a live action animated film but i don't it's not like it's not live action it is animated but they've just animated it to look like live action T- to what end have mm. they done that <laughs> and you're doing it with cartoon animals so the only reason the cartoon animals can you know like emote and do things is because they do things that normal like lions can't do like yeah. dance and smile it's like it's fine if you do it to like the beauty and the beast because they're just people and a beast so you can animate those <laughs> you can you can make them real fine it's like doing a live action version of cars where you animate really realistic looking cars but they don't have faces they're just cars and voices come from nowhere it's like yeah but why why have you done that what is what is that achieved? Yeah, a Toy Story would actually work. Um, yeah, but toy, yeah. The reason Toy Story works is because they they're not they don't look like real things anyway. Yeah, but in Toy Story they can't. In in, in Toy Story when they, when they pretend to be toys, they don't they can't move their mouths around. No, but they'd st- I, I imagine they'd still animate the faces. It'd just be the same film, just with better humans. Yeah, it would just be it would just be the same film. <laughs> it would just be the same film, but everything would look more realistic. And it's like, who's asked for this? I don't understand. Who's the people who are watching the Lion King animated version going, This is too whimsical. Let's let's bring this down. Let's drag this back. I love that, you know, oh, we're gonna make a live action version of the Lion King and then they just do Hamlet. And it's like, oh well done. <laughs> I want to see a live-action version of Inside Out where they get, like, it's just people in costumes. No, in the live-action version of Inside Out, by Disney's logic, it would just be, like, photorealistic brain cells looking at each other, not talking. <laughs> you, zoom, you zoom into Riley's head, and for, and for 30 minutes, just nothing happens, because it's not real. You zoom into her head, you see her brain, and you see the transference of hormones and electrical signals. And it's like... Disney for 30 just minutes ki- and it's it's Michael Giacchino's music in the background telling you the plot it's just an opera Disney it's a symphony Disney 2020 just killing the magic uh, <laughs> oh and they're doing it with Star Wars as well you know bringing all the people back from the dead yeah well that again that's just people so it's fine <laughs> so you can do live action still, animated I version still... of people doing a live action version of an animated animals doesn't make any sense 
I still can't I get over the idea that one day they might have they might have people struggling to break into the acting industry because because we're using the same actors from the golden age of Hollywood who are all dead. Well, yeah, my my concern is is people is actors will in the future when they sign contracts they will sell their likeness. Mm. Is my concern. Um, so what will end up happening is that we like even if you die we have a copyright on you so we can just bring you back and we get all the money. Um, so why bring in a so and the actor who plays you is basically a stunt performer. They literally a guy walking around on set reading out your lines but just wearing like a green mask all the time. Um, <laughs> can you imagine if the actor who sold their likeness had a twin and they're like filing copyright? lawsuits all over the place cause they... just like a son who looks a lot like them yeah well, <laughs> you, like, well, you know tom oh, you know tom hanks's brother is the one who does wood the voice of woody in all the games and the toys and things i did not know that tom hanks's brother makes a living being a tom hanks impersonator <laughs> for woody and stuff that's that's a bit depressing <laughs> it's what if, really weird what if what if that happens? Say, say Tom Hanks. So you know they own Tom Hanks's likeness, and, they, and he dies, and they mm. start putting his him in films, even though he's dead. Um, what if I got loads of plastic surgery to look like Tom Hanks? It's like, hey, I look like Tom Hanks now. Who sues who in that situation? It's uh, like, am I not allowed to look like him? I don't think you're allowed to do. It. I think that would be copyright infringement. But I'm not making money off of looking like him. But they're making money off of somebody who looks exactly like me, and their whole logic is we own a face that looks like this, essentially. Mm. <laughs> but they bought it from the real thing. They bought it from Tom Hanks. I don't know. But well, you, just... know, you know doppelgangers just kind of happen every now and then. What if someone's born who just happens to look clothes like Tom Hanks? Well, like in the dystopian hellscape, it would just be the situation <laughs> of where if you look like Tom Hanks, Disney will sue you until you get plastic surgery. Or, you know, they'll send someone around your house to throw acid in your face so you don't look like Tom Hanks anymore. <laughs> just to protect their copyright. They're just like, they're just like, okay, you can keep the face as long as you don't become an actor. If you become an actor, there's going to be serious implications here. If someone, if someone comes up to you in the street and says, oh my god, you're Tom Hanks, can I get a picture with them? Can I get a picture with you? you do, you're not allowed to do that. Run away. You have to make it very. Have to have to state in very clear terms that you're not Tom Hanks, but you do consent to the picture. When whenever you have like a social media account, you cannot have your own face as your profile picture. <laughs> it's got a picture of Woody. Just a, or just like you have to call all of your accounts parody accounts. <laughs> Is your name a parody account? Despite the fact it's you. When you go um, to work and you've got like a picture of yourself on your name badge, no. No, you're not allowed that. <laughs> All your, all of your own, all your pictures of like you know yourself and your family and your home. No, we're gonna etch, they break in your house and they like rip you out of the pictures like Stalinist um, photo editing. It's like no. So there's three cats in a room. <laughs> it works better than Lion King because they don't look like cats. That's the point. They are slightly cartoon. They're slightly cartoonish, and you and you just. You just go with it. You just believe it. The scientists did. It took some young intern busting in and going, "Hey, by the way, you know they're not cats." Clearly, could it could it be like a um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of thing, where the other Garfield who's identical is a two D one from the comics? Oh Jesus! I don't even. Know. Um, and, they're, and they're like, "Who are you? You're you're my remake." Oh, they ruined me. It's <laughs> this levels they... of reality thing, because you've got like. <laughs> Garfield, Garfield, the drawing, the the cartoon, 
is a version of a cat. Like in a pro- I can't remember what the, the, what the philosopher said, you know, went the whole layers of reality thing. But it's it's a it's a version yeah, of Shrek, a cat. Yeah. Shrek, yeah. It's a version of a cat. The animated version of Garfield in the films is a version of a cat, which is a version of a cat. So we're already layers deep with this. We're very far away from an actual cat. Like one of these scientists like takes some of the material home. Like trying to crack this, they're sitting on their sofa and they've got this like file of Garfield and all these pictures of the cats, like, I don't know, using a knife and fork, um, and ordering Deliveroo, and they're like just looking at all these pictures of them, and then their cat just like goes across their lap and they put the file down and go, Hey, wait. And they look at the picture of the cat and they look at the cat and they're like, Wait, 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 wait a minute, hold up, wait a second, wait a minute. Oh god oh god. It's looking at himself. They're not they're looking at themselves, looking themselves in the mirror, and like, but my reflection is hair parts to the left. Where's my <laughs> hair parts to the right? Oh no! Yeah, this guy's having. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he's a scientist. He's very good at some things. He's not just super intelligent in all areas. He's not good at philosophy. No, and that's fine. He, that's, you know, it's this breakdown. She runs into the office and is like, "Hey, they're not cats," and they're like, and then everyone realizes at the same time and just like. And I like most of them are like, oh my fucking god, oh my god, and then one of them's like, yeah, obviously, right? <laughs> they just pretends that they already realised. Like, yeah, I thought we all knew they weren't cats, right? I thought we were just doing the intelligence thing first. <laughs> it's like totally. it's like it's like a, a the dress situation where they're like, but are we studying cats? They're definitely cats. Someone's like, no, they're clearly not cats. Let's do a Twitter poll. Let's do a Twitter poll. Are these cats? Okay, so. Well, once they realise they're not cats, I feel everything changed. I feel like everything changed. I like, I like the idea that like they realise they're not cats, and because the audience have been acting as if they were cats this whole time, it's one of the, it's like a tricky twist where it's just like, oh, you idiots! Didn't you realise that they weren't cats? And you're like, sorry for suspending my disbelief. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so you go to the Lion King, and the lions just roar at each other and don't talk. And it's like, oh, sorry, I thought lions could talk. Um, <laughs> Aren't I a big idiot, Disney? Um, um, I don't know. Suddenly everyone in the world realizes at once that the CIA agents who've been paying attention to this lab um, to see if they do anything dodgy or communist or something (laughs) um, suddenly bust in and take them and, I don't know, memory wipe everyone inside. But they leave the cats. No, they take the cats. I think they assume the cats are aliens or something. Or, I don't know, Soviet spies. And then they take them away. Oh god! Just the men in black show up and just take them away. <laughs> Clearly, sure. this is too powerful. The cats were never <laughs> supposed to all be in the same room. <laughs> this goes much further. This goes much higher up than you know. Surely, no one, no one could contain the raw power of three Garfields in one room. I mean, <laughs> this goes much. This goes, Joe. This goes much further than you than you can understand. All right, there are it it does. Many, I haven't seen these films. I'm not I'm not sure this is how they There are, there are many more Garfields. There are many more Garfields than you consider in your philosophy, Joe. Um there are many things, many Garfields. Garfield 4 into the Garfverse. What what <laughs> I just I let it do, you know, it's just they're not cats and then everyone's like, "Oh god, they're not cats." All the scientists go, oh my god, they're not cats. All the CIA agents in a van outside paying attention to this go, oh my god, they're not cats. 
<laughs> would the would the study of this be called be called garfology, or would they simply refer to it as the Garf field? What's your field of expertise? Oh, the Garf field. The Garf field. Oh God, that's too good. Um, <laughs> or is it too bad? I don't even know anymore. Um, the Garfield. Garfield theory. It's like. <laughs> What is your field of expertise? The Garfield. It's like magnets. We can sense Garfield. the Garfield in this area. Oh, can one of us tweet that in a minute? <laughs> Just... Tweet what? <laughs> what is your field of expertise? Ah, yes. The Garfield. Yeah, I'm doing it now. <laughs> Quote from Ben. Uh... I go, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tag Ben. I like the idea there's a mystery that they never find the answer to. But they rule everything out. Like, they rule out the extremes. They somehow rule out aliens or something, and they rule out the fact that, like, any other country's done this. They rule out, I don't know, time travel or interdimensional theory. There just is this extreme aberration of just, here are these three cats that can talk. (laughs) And, of course, the answer to the question is implicit. The audience know what the answer is. The audience know the answer to this mystery. And obviously the answer is the fact that this is a film. (laughs) Because you don't question it. But the moment that thing comes into question, you 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 can, you know, a writer for a film can write a question that doesn't have an answer or something that makes no sense in the, in the world that they set up, which, you know, looks like the real world, but isn't. It's something a writer's made up. Um, And then... They can put in this mystery of why there are these three animated-looking cats, and if you have the whole film of people trying to figure out the answer, they don't have to, and there is there isn't an answer they can understand because they're never going to grasp. Hey, what if a writer invented this idea and also invented me? You know, like <laughs> they put this question to the audience, and the audience, you know, people make podcasts. You know, the Garfield podcast. They make like twenty of them. People write op-eds and studies, and this is discussed in ages in, like, theory classes, this idea of, like, what did the film mean? Like, what is the answer? Where did the Garfields come from? Um, And then someone is just like, hey, yeah, but it's just a film. It's just made up. And they're like, shut up. Stop ruining the magic. Stop ruining the magic, Jack, they say. Stop stop ruining the magic. I'm a Garfield scientist. It's like um, people believe that people like flat earthers and moon landing um, conspiracy theorists believe that NASA are lying to like, or don't like climate change deniers. They believe that like scientists are lying to get themselves money. I like the idea of like there's a field of study where they have actually answered all the questions. They're just pretending there are questions that need answers so they can get more grants and more people studying the subject so they get more money. That's it. We we've done all the science now. We have to make it up. Yeah, like you, you know, you finally get your degree in you know chemistry or chemical <laughs> engineering or something, and you go to this lab. It's like, yes, we're finally going to learn some things about the universe and 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 medicine or whatever. And they're like, no, nope, we we're done. No, we just we're just keeping the lights on. Just get get paid. Yeah, you, like t- two years. Too wear late. a lab coat. Wear a lab coat. Look at look at the microscope. Just vibe with it. And it's like, oh, but we haven't discovered the cure for several diseases yet. Yep, yeah, no no cure. There isn't one. The reason we haven't discovered it is because there isn't one. We we can prove it to you. But you know, just, just give people give people hope. Keep the lights on. Get people donating money. Uh, you know, we're not really stealing. Your education isn't like a lie. 
you know, you still learn very important things and we don't want that to go to waste. Just keep the lights on. Just, yeah, uh, but there's nothing new, unfortunately. And it's like, what do you mean there's nothing new? What about, what about what's in there? And it's like, oh, those scientists, they're studying these three cats that we found. Um, it turns out that we realized there you go, there isn't an answer. They're just there and we've got to deal with it. But yeah, again, the government's very interested. You see all those vans you passed on the, on the way in? Intelligence agencies across the world uh, trying to spy on what they're doing. Um, and we're not going to deprive those guys of jobs. How many people would go out of a job if we just told them we were done? What if we just, just told them? Just spies. They're just, just all just... <laughs> Someone accidentally says out loud in a bugged room that the answer to the cats, and then you just hear, like, screeching tires, and you just see a fleet of vans just leave the car park. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, gu- no, guys, come back. No, guys, come back. Oh, oh God damn it. <laughs> well, there goes our funding. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Boom. Film smash. Boom. There go. Garfield smash. <laughs> it's like we've done... We do a Patreon suggestion, and we do such a bad job, it just ends with just... And there goes... And there goes our funding. <laughs> pretty fitting isn't it well we, we well it's not that we've done such a bad job it's just it's it's like we're done we have, we have no, nothing more to offer them ben's dream was a film smash about three garfields and we've given that to them we should have we should <laughs> have we... kept not doing it we should kept saying no it's impossible it can't be done we'll keep trying forever you've got to keep funding us with that grant money to research the three garfield film <laughs> what would a film with no with three garfields in it be like and it's a turns out there is no answer scientifically there is no answer to the Garfield problem. But we can't tell them that. We've we need to keep oh, the lights on. We, 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 oh, we're nearly... Oh, we're, we're so close to like get, figuring out the answer, you know? Ah, oh, did you know they're not even cats? That's our latest <laughs> our latest huge discovery. Um, yeah, you've got to keep sending us that money, though. Oh, we need that. We've got to... We've got, we got these lights. We've we're got not cats using... aren't, aren't real. That one is... That one's in, in the pipeline for two years from now. We're going to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, we're not using environmentally safe light bulbs, mate. We're burning through them. We've got to keep these lights on. All right, we're down to the gas, gas lamps. We've got to keep these lights on. Gas expensive. <laughs> got to keep these lights on. Stop saying that. <laughs> we, we can't, I can't see all my research notes. It's so dark in here. Stop saying keep the lights on. It's keep weird. the lights on. <laughs> That's where all the Patreon money goes. We're just keeping the goddamn lights on. <laughs> Talking the lights on. Is your recording light still on? Yes. Good. Well, let's let's change that. Hi. Thanks for listening. Film Smash is by Joe Tricky and Jack Liddy. If after listening to this, for any reason you might want us to talk about a Film Smash idea you have, please just get in touch or become a patron and let us know, and we will do it at some point. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>